0: Welcome to Western New York Catholic Weekly, a production of the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo.
1: On Saturday, January 5th is the fourth annual Rock for the Cure at the Trouth Music Hall in downtown Buffalo. It supports the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, and this year features the official CD release of Against the Storm, which is a song project that we talked about last year, and we're going to revisit again today here on the program. I always enjoy having the opportunity on Western New York Catholic Weekly to, to talk about things that particularly transcend um, faith, race, religion, any of those kind of boundaries that uh, really kind of um, you know highlight the great work of our entire Western New York community and some of the, the terrific people and things that uh, go on. And to talk about um, things that could affect anybody at any point in your life. You never know. One of those things today that we're going to discuss is the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, the Western New- and Central New York chapter. And um, the, you know the, it's one of those things that I don't think people uh, – it, it doesn't kind of get the press that a lot of other of your um, uh, diseases and causes tends to get. Um, and, and so there, I think there's a little mystery around uh, leukemia in particular. So we're going to clear a little bit of that up today. We have two guests who are joining us. They are Debbie and Rocco Ceres. Uh Debbie Rocco, welcome to the program. Thanks for being with us. Thank Good you. Thank uh, you. Uh, later on in the program, uh, we want to talk about, it's a cool project and uh, it's kind of associated with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Diamond Ball. All the information specifically about the work that the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society does and uh, about the Diamond Ball, you can go to Uh, www.lls.org, and if you put a slash WCNY, Western Central New York, it'll take you right to the Western New York chapter. Um, You can also just Google that, uh, Leukemia Lymphoma um, Society, Western New York, and uh, it'll be the first thing that comes up, um, and I know because I did it. And uh, uh, the the second half of the program, we're going to talk about a special song that was uh, put together called Against the storm. It's a really cool project. And because of that, I thought this is a good opportunity to kind of talk about this. Um, now, you both, um, this is a personal cause for you, correct? Very personal. Very personal, yes. Yeah. Very do you personal. care to, Rocco, why don't you start? Tell me. Uh, sure.
2: Well, uh, hon, help me out. What year was it? <laughs> In
3: 2008.
2: In 2008, our middle child, our daughter, Annalyn, uh, was very ill and... Uh, initially thought it was just a bad flu or at the worst uh, mono, uh, but it turns out she was diagnosed with leukemia. Uh, a very long story short, uh, we literally rushed her in the evening to Roswell. Uh, her doctor had made arrangements for her admittance, and uh, she was within 24 hours of uh, she probably would have expired the next day Wow. had she not been admitted to Roswell that evening. So Very it was pretty serious. intense and uh, again to make that long story short, it, it took her about eight years to recover. She was put in remission but it came back and, and including a bone marrow transplant to, to be cured. So along that path uh, we got to experience the Leukemia Lymphoma Society as a tremendous support organization and uh, not only that they, they support the families, but they support an incredible amount of research uh, and then when we found out uh, that when our, do- when our daughter came out of remission and, and it came back, uh, she was going to need a bone marrow transplant, what cured her the first time would no longer be effective because her body built up an immunity to it. So she needed a different kind of therapy and a therapy that was used to make her, uh, her body ready for the bone marrow transplant. That therapy didn't exist five years previous. And we found out that that new therapy was discovered and developed through the contributions of to research from Leukemia Lymphoma Society. So while we were already involved in in various fundraisers and things like that, uh, I mean, as a family, we never spoke the words, but it just became a life passion to. Uh, support LLS. Uh, I mean, how do you possibly pay that back for the people that that, that save your daughter? Uh,
1: now, mm-hmm. Debbie. Um, in fact, uh, I, w- I was going to mention you are in healthcare. You're part of the family. You're in Catholic Health. I am health, a right a over Catholic at St. Uh, Joe's, Joe's campus. Yeah. Yep. yeah I, I'm sorry, and, uh, and I meant to ask you as well, Rocco. What do What do you do? What? I'm a CPA. I'm a partner okay. with the Bonadio Group. Um, and, and I, the only re- the reason I kind of bring that up is, I mean. You just never know. This affects everybody. I mean, this is something that... Even working
3: in a hospital, I really did not see that many patients with leukemia. And um, so it was all new. I had to look things up and reevaluate what I knew and everything. But um, now it's become something that I hear more and more people are being diagnosed with leukemia. It's much more popular to hear that now. And then you hear stories. Fortunate for us, our story turned out well, but there's so many that have lost patients, you know, family members to blood cancers. So it's a very important cause in research. Then the money they're using to research is just amazing.
1: Uh, My wife is a cancer registrar, and we always say on the forefront of cancer research by, you know, keeping that registry up to date. Um, I I, I was going to say, Debbie, I would like to say that Your story is out of the ordinary, but boy, just about every time you hear about leukemia, it kind of starts the way it did for you. You Think it's the flu, or you got a virus, or you something. Everybody kind of has that. They you don't realize how serious it is, right? You
3: don't know a lot. For a lot of people, they just feel kind of tired and sick. Yeah. Um, One of the other common things is that your gums are bleeding. They'll notice. And now there's more commercials on TV now which talk about, you know, their symptoms as well. So it's really an eye-opening thing. And it's important to pay attention to your body and listen to some of your symptoms. Don't just shrug things off. I mean, I don't want you to be hypochondriac and run to the doctor with every little thing too. (laughs) But something unusual that, you know, you're not getting over quickly, you need to follow up with the doctor. In Annalyn's case, it was so important. I mean, she was having blood work at noon, The doctor came to her house at 8 o'clock at night, and by 10, she was at Roswell. By midnight, she was on chemotherapy. So it just is critical and so important that you get the care that you really need.
1: Wow, uh, Debbie and Rocco Sereys are joining us today. Um, they are actually receiving the Service to Mankind Award at this year's uh, Diamond Ball, benefiting the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. All the information about that and the and the great work Leukemia and Lymphoma Society do uh, lls dot org, um, and you can do slash wcny for the Western and Central New York. Chapter. Um, so, this obviously prompted you to get involved with the society. Tell us a little bit about your involvement, how that started, and the things you've done over the years.
2: Well, it, it's <laughs> really was kind of indirect. Uh,
4: yeah.
2: Anna Lynn has a, a cousin, a, a daughter of a cousin of mine, who was a track person in high school, and she came and asked us while Anna Lynn was under therapy could she run in her honor uh, with team and training. We had no idea what team and training is, and team and training is. Uh, a part of the Leukemia Lymphoma Society, where basically a person agrees to take part in an athletic event, agrees to raise so much money to do that, and then team and training supplies to trainers and then the event to go to. And we knew nothing. We said, sure. Uh, so uh, it's our cousin Carrie Fick. Uh, she did it. And we all, and she ran the half marathon to Buffalo Marathon. And obviously, we all attended in support of her. And it opened my eyes. I, I had never been to one of these events.
3: Neither one of us were runners.
2: <laughs> and, and not runners. Me neither. We're still and, not runners. In in we're more of uh,
3: walkers. <laughs> and that's right.
2: And thousands of people take part in these marathons, and it it it, it literally blew us away. The ninety percent of these runners are there for the simple reason they're not runners; they're raising money for a cause. So we've been involved in more than a few events since then. Uh, our daughter Annalyn, when she finally recovered, she couldn't wait, and uh, I mean, she was anxious, and she was finally able to take part in one. She even took part and uh, half And a half marathon, and has done more since. So that was our first exposure, and then the Diamond Ball, and the event in Delaware Park. It's escaping me. Why light the night, the light the night event. Yes. So there, there's, and we just kept getting more involved. I mean, we. It, it's not that it's hard to say no. We want to say yes, in any way anyway, we can help. Uh, now
1: that also, thank goodness. Is a typical story. Folks like yourselves who are affected by a disease mm-hmm. like leukemia, lymphoma, melanoma, and uh, myeloma, and they, you know, they they want to give back, and they want to. Right.
3: We wanted to give back. So, the other important thing with the Leukemia Society, besides research, is that they also help the patients. They will help them with some of their copay assistance, their travel assistance, you know, staying overnight and driving back and forth, because when they're sick, they're here. Multiple times back and forth to Roswell to the lab, it just is amazing how much involvement it takes to um get through the treatments and get through the the chemotherapy and everything else involved with it time wise money wise so yeah also before-
2: alert that okay. there's a whole population of people called caregivers uh, you want to talk about a silent, powerful group of people they uh they have to learn in new life, too, what it means to support and give care to the, to the person who needs it. it. It's quite remarkable to see all that. Well, that's
1: actually what I wanted to leave this segment with. And we, and we don't have a lot of time. But I didn't want to let you go without maybe um, – because I think this is sort of um, – people don't hear about it as much. It's not as high profile. Um, when you say cancer, that affects everybody. When you get specific like leukemia, maybe not so much. What can people expect – um, families, friends, etc. after a diagnosis like this and through the treatment process. Well,
3: well uh, our hopeful expectation is a cure. Yeah, um, sure. Cure rate is so much better now than it was 10 years ago 10 because years ago. of all the advancements for all the types of leukemia now. They really are getting a great success rate. But unfortunately, there's still some that just they can't cure. Um, The other thing that's real important is to, if most of these patients, not most, I shouldn't say that, but a lot of them do need a bone marrow transplant. So the other big thing we try to support is um, be the match to get people to get on the register because there's so many people that need a transplant and they need somebody to donate their bone marrow. And it's very simple now. It's not that horrible puncture into your hip. It's really done with like a blood transfusion now for most patients. So it's an easy thing get people signed up, and hopefully, if somebody's really ill, you could be their match somewhere out there.
2: That's the saddest story we hear is that people that end up passing away because a match couldn't be found. Uh, You might remember Alan Wilson, a writer for the Buffalo News. Oh, sure. That's what happened to him. They could never find a match for him. Uh, It's particularly, we're told, particularly important in the minority community. So my daughter and I have taken the opportunity to ask to speak in front of minority communities to say, because, uh, unfort- unfortunately, it, 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 ethnicity matters in finding a match for for bone marrow. So that's uh, that's equally as important to, to allow the therapies that the research dollars paid for from LLS to work. We also need to find the bone marrow match because you can't manufacture that. That has to come from another person.
1: Uh, well, uh, thank you both for all you do on behalf of the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Thanks for coming and sharing a little bit of your story. Mm-hmm. with our with our audience today. Our uh, Debbie and Rocco Serace uh they are receiving the Service to Mankind award at the Diamond Ball. LLS.org is the website. LLS.org/wcny will take you directly to the Western and Central New York region of the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. In the next segment of the program, we're going to hear about another way that mm-hmm. uh we're Uh, raising funds to help with uh, the great work and particularly the research of the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. The song Against the Storm will be right back here on Western New York Catholic Weekly.
5: The room is dark The walls are thin The clock is stopped The light is dim. Been short of breath, short of time As you pray for hope, to walk again in the sunshine But I will tell you, things will be alright soon. So take my hand, take my hand. I will walk with you through it all. Hope's coming on, strength and courage. You'll gain in time. The changes of the seasons Of your life And may you find Your love's a rose With April rain It blooms again In the springtime But I will You come with me And take my hand
1: release for against the storm takes place at the fourth annual rock for the cure Saturday January 5th at the 12th Music Hall in downtown Buffalo I always love a show where I can sneak in a little rock and roll music and uh, that is against the storm they're actually going to uh, sort of debut it at the uh, diamond Ball that uh, we were talking about in the first part of the program this morning. I'm Greg Prince. Welcome back to Western New York Catholic Weekly. Uh, the song and this fundraising idea was the brainchild of a couple of local Buffalo musicians, Tom Lewis and Joan Nicastro, who join us now. Gentlemen, welcome to the program. Thank
4: you. Thank you very much.
1: Uh, now, um, I say local musicians, uh, you care to tell us about your day jobs? You actually, uh, you do other things besides music,
4: right? It's not really your full-time gig. If it was just music, we'd be in trouble. So, um, yeah, no, I, I'm uh This is Tom Ellis. um, I'm a banker. I work for uh, Bank of America uh, here in Buffalo.
0: Uh, Joe? I'm Joe Nicastro, and I work for the law firm Ramos & Ramos. I'm a personal injury attorney. All right. Okay, then. Uh, But people probably recognize
1: your names. They've seen you out and about town. You got a regular gig at the Sportsman's. Right, one of my favorite haunts, actually. Right. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Great, absolutely. Great place.
4: Yeah, under actually the uh, the band that Joe and I are in is a band uh, entitled uh, the Kensingtons, and we've been together for about four years in total. And uh, and uh, you know Joe and I've been kind of tied along with that, and uh, you know since since the beginning. So uh,
1: now, I guess it's. Most musicians, some people like to just play for fun or whatever, but anybody that kind of gets into it serious like like you guys, I think the dream is always to write a hit song, right? You'd always love to have a hit, and I understand that's kind of the genesis of where this idea comes from.
4: Who wants to tell us about that? You know, I'll, I'll start, and then I'll let Joe chime in. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, so, Joe and I are, are uh, have been um, – are involved in the Leukemia Society and uh, at, at the board level. And uh, so Joe called me um, probably about 14, 15 months ago and, and said, hey, I got an idea. Um, I've, I've always wanted to write a hit song, and, uh, and you know, that's been on my bucket list, and, and I, I think that's something that what we can do. And I said, well, what do you mean we? And he said, he said no, no, he said, I, I think what we should do is we should write a song, record it, and then what we can do is we can donate it to the Leukemia Society and then basically all the funds that they raise will go towards the Leukemia Society but, but because it's a national organization, we can you know, use their, their national footprint to, to promote the song and you know, they'll, they'll raise money and, and we'll basically um, you know, be, be able to, to say that we've uh, you know, uh, basically pushed along so, so many song sales and, and that's kind of how you, you get to that. That hit record. So that's kind of how how it all all started, and uh, you know, so that's uh, that was the genesis of it, and and uh, you know, from there we we proceeded to, to write the song. All
1: right. So like a viral video, you're looking to kind of make a viral song here, right, Joe? Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, we we had no idea what we were getting ourselves involved <laughs> in. Like, well, I, you know, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah.
1: So you say you you know you'd love to write a song, write a hit song, um, uh, whatever that means, um, but. I'm sure you guys were aware, but our listeners probably are not. That's not a simple thing. I mean, you guys have probably written dozens, of, hundreds of songs over the
0: years, right? But like, to, when you have something specific in mind, that's a little more difficult, right? 100%. I mean, especially we wanted to, when we started this project, we wanted to write a song that would resonate with a a wide audience. Um that people from all walks of life can relate to. So when we started trying to come up with a song for this project, we must have written probably three dozen songs. Whoa. And then finally one day, the right song, we thought, came along. It just had the right lyrics. It had the right melody, the right feel. And it was a song of hope. It was really positive, and And we, we just thought it would work. So we... At that point, we decided like, okay, well, we have the song now. What do we do next? And we were like, well, we got to build the band. We got to get a producer. We got to find a studio. We got to cut it. Mm -hmm. Um, We got to get some promo here. We've got to try to get some distribution and just basically build the whole team. Um,
1: Now, you had uh, a bunch of interesting folks who are involved with this project. Uh, Some of it kind of a a bucket list, the local... Buffalo
0: musicians. Your family is involved, right, Joe? They, so, they yeah. are. I'm, my, my older brother, Frankie, my big yeah. brother, he's uh, the lead guitar player for the Strictly Hip, which yeah. is, I mean, they've gone international as of late. Um, um We saw them... In Las Vegas at a Golden Knights game, so they've made it. They, yeah. Yeah, and they're the
1: number one team in the league. And they're actually going back
0: to Vegas for uh, a couple weeks, I believe, in March, and they're just doing great. And so it was a, it was really nice to have my bro involved in this project. Uh,
1: well, and and it leads me to um, I, I want to thank once again uh, Dick Shayner from the Martin Group because just in our um, working together, he mentioned that uh, he had an interesting project. He is friends with Ron Hawkins, uh, people know from Lowest of the Low, is in Buffalo. Exactly. all the time and he mentioned that you know oh we're going to do this project i think ron's going to be involved in and, and blah 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 so this is really an international effort now too right
0: it, of course and i'll let at, at tom point explain point point. a little more that dick shaner is was amazing to this project um he's helped us immensely and he's the fifth Beatle of
4: this, of this band. <laughs> he's, he's definitely the fifth Beatle. So yeah. So um, you know, we when we put this together, we uh, um, we put together the, the core musicians for this, which were the local musicians you talked about, and um, but we we felt we needed um, you know to kind of kick this around with Dick and, and get his ideas and thoughts. And, and that's when, you know, came out, well, you know, we could approach Ron Hawkins because he obviously is friends with Ron and and uh, see if he could produce the, the record. I mean, that's kind of how it started. And uh, so, uh, you know, amazingly, we, we got on a conference call with Ron. Um, and and uh, Ron basically, uh, you know, was, was very giving and said, uh, love to do the project. Um, you know, he had a personal connection um, th- through some family to... Uh, to LLS, and so at, at the end of the day, he said, I'd love to, love to do the project. And so that's kind of how it was born, and uh, and Ron came along. Uh, the, the amazing part of this, though, is all the musicians, whether it was Ron or local musicians, anyone we've talked to, Immediately said, "We want to be a part of the project," and so, you know, just uh, you know how how great everyone has been in, in, in giving their time and talent has been awesome here.
1: Well, that's one thing I always like to highlight, particularly with a with a project like this. You hear whenever there's a cause, right? You know, oh, the proceeds are going to. In this case, all of the proceeds are going to. Like you guys have all kind of donated your time and so, so nobody's making any money off the back of this, right? This is going you to be – in money. fact, I you know, I, caught a, I caught a little video that the Martin Group did, uh, Joe, and you said something uh, – actually, it was Ron Hawkins who was in the video with you guys. He said it was nice to be a part of a project where it's not for yourself. You're not trying to earn money or put an album out or whatever else that this is 100
0: percent for somebody else yeah, well, it's interesting because we it's actually been a little bit of an issue um, in terms of legally getting this song on the right track because, you know, like you mentioned, um, well, it's just it's very well known that a lot of times you'll have these big artists, um these performers who will do a charity project. However, you know, maybe only twenty, thirty, forty percent of the proceeds are going to the charity. Here, we're trying to get a hundred percent. Yeah. donate to the charity which believe it or not is actually more complicated but we're kind of <laughs> Seems to crazy beyond. to say yeah. that but <laughs> yeah, it really right does. you yeah. know because there's a lot of tax implications and we just want to do everything right and we want to make sure that the money um, 100% is going to LLS and and that's been the game plan since day one and we're and that's going to be the game plan moving forward 100% there's going to be absolutely no compromise of course unless another charity wants to get involved and you know, maybe we can apportion a portion of the sales to that charity, but that would be something completely different where anybody but us is is making money off this for a good cause, which is going to help people. Right.
4: Exactly. I, th- I think we want to position this in a way that um, we get the most potential for raising raising money for LLS. And if it means we link with a, a foundation that can help promote this in, in a bigger way and, and raise more money, then, then that's a direction we're going to look at. So... Uh, so there's a lot of different avenues we're exploring right now, but um, but back to the point. I mean, this is not easy. It's almost like we had to create our own label just to kind of make this happen, and it's uh, it's been a little insane. But we're but we're there. Well,
1: so, that was kind yeah. of the obvious question. So like uh, you're kind of gonna give like the really grand debut at the Diamond Ball. Um, uh, so this is gonna be available for folks. Are they gonna be, where are they gonna be able to find be able to find online? Leukemia Society. How's that gonna work?
0: Basically, the way we have this planned is on at the Diamond Ball. That will be the quote unquote soft release. People will be directed to our website, which is againstthestorm.org. If you go to againstthestorm.org, you will be able to follow directions um, as to how to order a hard copy of the CD, which um, is a physical copy. I'll, I'll mention, too, that what will be on the CD is two songs, two versions
4: of the song. So um, the great news here is that um, we had um, kind of a pop version that was done, and um uh Actually, used a, a singer here in town has uh, got an awesome voice, uh, Garrett Shea, and uh, so Garrett um, is is the lead vocalist on uh, the pop version of the song, um, uh, which is the one we heard at the beginning of this correct. segment. Correct, and uh, and then the second version uh, is sung by Ron Hawkins, and so Ron produced um, both, um, plays a little bit, of, plays organ, guitar, does a little bit of everything on them as well, so which is uh, which is great. Um, uh, so anyway, there'll be two versions of the song, both completely different. Uh, we'll sound like two different songs, but the same words. So, uh, I think we'll wrap up. We'll let
1: people hear a little bit of Ron's it, version at the end since we talked about him.
0: And I just want to add this because, um, you know, us musicians always forget about everything. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just wanted to just throw a couple shout outs, too, while we're on the air. But we, mm. uh, I mentioned my brother Frankie, who's a guitar virtuoso. He helped mm. with the guitars. We mentioned Garrett Shea, who's an incredible Vocal talent. Also, special thanks to Eric Miller. He did drums on both tracks, mm-hmm. and um, he's an incredible talent. Um, I hope everyone can go out and see all of those players at some point, because they're all always performing in and about the Buffalo area. And also Justin Rose over at GCR Studios. That's where we actually cut the record. That is owned by the uh, by um, Robbie Goo, the bass player for the Goo Goo Dolls. Um, and we were very fortunate to have Justin Rose, who's the head engineer at the studio, um... Mm-hmm assist with the uh, the engineering. So we, we we really did have an all-star cast of of superstars involved in this project, and we're super pumped.
1: Well, we wish you the best. We thank you for coming in to talk about the song. Appreciate
0: you, it. Thank, thank you. you.
1: Tom Lillis, Joe Nicastro joining us. Their song is Against the Storm. We'll hear a little bit of that Ron Hawkins version we were talking about as we close out today. Of course, we uh, invite you to uh, go to the Leukemia Lymphoma website, Uh LLS.org, the Western New York chapter is what you're looking for. If you just put in leukemia, lymphoma, Buffalo, Western New York or something like that in Google, it's going to come up for you. So very easy to uh, get to and against the storm. Dot org, so, check that out as well. I'm Greg Prince. If you're looking for our programs, you can go to BuffaloDiocese.org under the News and Information tab or at our namesake, WNYCatholic.org/slash radio. The CD release for Against the Storm takes place at the fourth annual Rock for the Cure, Saturday, January 5th, at the 12th Music Hall in downtown Buffalo. The room is dark.
5: The walls are thin. The clock is stopped. The light is dim. Been short of breath. Short of time. As you pray for hope, or walk again in the sunshine. I will tell you This will be alright tomorrow So take my hand hey. i Cur-
0: You've been listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly, produced by the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo, with the help of the Catholic Communication Campaign and this radio station. Call us at 847-8744, or send us an email to radio at buffalodiocese.org.